Welcome to the Cat's Pod special midweek edition of the podcast right now. Uh, we had a few things to react to that came out at following the Lost Idaho. And the first one is going to be the release of the dumpster fire that is the FCS coaches poll. Eric, why do the coaches hate us? I, I Honestly, I think they just hate everybody in general. I mean, honestly... <laughs> What teams do they like? I guess we should start there. <laughs> uh, well, South Dakota and Furman, obviously. Yeah. But uh, here's the thing, though. When you put a, together a poll of coaches, does that not lead to bias? There has to be some grudges here. It, it think, feels like there's grudges being held in this situation. Well, tell me this. Do you think our guy, even though we've been campaigning for him for an entire football season, Bobby Howe, mm-hmm. is voting us anywhere in the top ten? No, honest to God. Never. Honest, uh-uh. if you're giving I guarantee out- that the entire line gets screwed up because Bobby Houck votes 25 for Montana State every time. He doesn't have the balls to not rank us at all, but he puts us at 25 every single So we get one point. Yeah. One I, point from Missoula. Well, and, and you know darn well, I mean, you can be the most, I mean, who is actually that morally correct that they're just going to say, I'm going to rank this exactly? Exactly how I see it. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. You know, I'm sit down, spend five, ten minutes actually looking through wins, losses, and I'm going to say I have no grudge against anybody that beat. Yeah, Portland especially State. like <clears throat> within the conference, like Portland State for sure. Yeah, I no, mean, it's it's tough to gauge anything when it seems like there's so much bias that could be involved with this. Yeah, and. I don't know. I mean, I'm probably grasping at straws here, but it just seems like leaving it up to the people that you've beat and the people that don't like you to mm-hmm. rank you is maybe not the best yeah. way to do things. But what they, how they ranked Montana State is egregious, right? Yeah, you dropped from two to eight. And, and who, who did they put in front of us? They put Montana. Incarnate Word, Idaho, Delaware, Sac State, and then up top you got Furman and South Dakota State. All those teams they have decided are now better than the Bobcats. And I just want to say how. Well, in, in reality, you knew, you know South Dakota State obviously was going to be unchanged. Furman didn't lose, so you couldn't drop them down. Mm-hmm. Delaware didn't lose, you couldn't drop them down, even though they're probably not quite on the level as the Big Sky Conference in South Dakota State. Yeah. But the fact that – and and I think we can all agree that we were pretty sure Montana and Idaho would jump us because of Montana-Idaho head-to-head mm-hmm. and Idaho having a more quality win than Montana's win over them. Yeah. But you, Incarnate Word, are you serious? They do not belong – at number four, that's yeah. ridiculous. And just the Sacks, because they're seven and one, is that the only reason? That's it. Like I don't know who they've played this year. Or like it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Are. It just. It doesn't matter. Like the talent difference between the Big Sky Conference, and you could take the Big Sky Conference from the top to the bottom, because I guarantee you, the worst team in the Big Sky, Northern Colorado, could beat the third or fourth best team in almost every con- other conference. I I would not be surprised if that was completely true. And even if you go near the top and you look at Foreman or Furman, not Foreman, 
Furman and the schedule that they've played and the close games that they've played with no name teams, teams that have never been on the national radar whatsoever, or even close to it. And they're playing like one, like last week they had a one score win over ETSU. Do you know anything about ETSU? Is it, let me guess, let me guess here. Uh, Eastern Tennessee state. Probably. I, I mean, I'm not <laughs> I have gonna, no I'm idea say I, for sure. That is a total, total guess based mm-hmm. off of what I would guess the letters represented. But yeah. no, it's true. It's Fer- Furman doesn't really play anywhere, anyone. Delaware doesn't really play anyone. I mean, Furman does have a bit of a matchup coming up against Chattanooga in two weeks, but because they're, t- I think, 13th or something like that. But you got a little bit of that Gonzaga treatment going on right now where they don't really play anybody all year, but they're going to move up the rankings just because their record shows that. Yeah. I mean, the- I mean they won by three points to Kennesaw State. They beat the Citadel by 14, which you can guarantee is a team that the Cats would have put 40 up on. I bet the Citadel played the team of Stetson Bennett and only Stetson Bennett. or uh, They could have. Or the team of just the Hatmakers. If it is, if it's the <laughs> Citadel of Ricks, yeah. like if you're just playing against an entire team of Ricks, then I would be impressed. Yeah. But I feel like it's probably more like the Citadel is in a team that's just made up from South Park. Yeah. Not Rick and Morty. <laughs> but I mean, bottom line is the coach's poll is an absolute joke. And I don't care if they don't have like a lot of time to look at things or really weigh options or whatever. Yeah. The rankings are a joke. And they and they are every week and it's just ridiculous. How is Sac State ranked one spot ahead of us after the way we played against Sac State? We have a tied record. We had a close game through maybe three quarters, but then we put it on them in the fourth. Like it was a multiple score well, win. You, bottom it was line, a decisive win. It doesn't matter how how much you won by really. It's a head to head win. So mm-hmm. putting them in front of the cats is ridiculous at best. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that is a slap in the face. It is for sure. And it's definitely bulletin board material for vegan to put up there. And show like we lose one game and all of a sudden all of these coaches, like the people who are actually planning against us, think we are this bad. Yeah. So it's maybe it's a good thing to kind of turn yourself into a dark horse after you've been number two in the country the entire time. Yeah. But anybody who has a brain inside of their skull has to be thinking that Montana State is a much better team than what they are ranked at eight. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think even most Grizz fans can agree that Montana State deserves a better rank than the number eight mm-hmm. in the coaches' poll. But then you look at the stats poll, and it's, you know, I, I don't have any major issues with that. You know, I'm, it was obvious we were going to fall. The teams I already listed are the only ones in front of us. Shout out to our fellow media members since we're now members of the media, right? Yeah. Can we call ourselves members of the media? Do you think they'd give my bias butt a vote in that? Maybe. I mean, they only have 56 <laughs> voters, I think they could use two more. They could use two more voters right now, and that I, we could help for sure. Yeah, I mean, definitely going to be biased on my end. I'm just going to admit that. But yeah, what else are we supposed to be? Yeah, you know? but yeah, we have I, to make up for that Bobby Houck vote. I think it's really interesting that Incarnate Word was eight last week, and they're still eight this week in the stats. I mean, that shows you mm-hmm. what they are. I think, yeah. and I did call it in the episode. I said I thought. South Dakota, after the tromping South Dakota State put on them, mm-hmm. would fall quite a bit to nine or ten. 
boom, locked in at nine. Let's locked go. in at nine. Picked <laughs> it perfectly. I know everything about football. Yeah. Um, the one other ranking that I saw that I thought that we should probably talk about a little bit was the one coming from FCS Nation. Their top twenty-five. They usually put out a pretty accurate top twenty-five yeah, they list. They're job. the they're the they're the team that is putting together the most hours of footage watched. I'm guessing of oh, yeah. any of these. They yeah. they know what they're talking about there. And I do not say that only because they have Montana State ranked at three. <laughs> you know, <laughs> which is which is nice. But they have it: SDSU, Idaho, Montana State, Furman, and then Montana to round out the top five. Yeah, you know, I don't. Of course, I like that one even more than the stats poll, but honestly, I'm not going to raise any real gripes between the stats or that one. I mean, yeah. it's, it, is what, it is what it is, and as long as we're not going to go off the coach's poll, that I'll be okay because it is a dumpster fire. Yeah, there is nothing good to say about it at this point. No, no. Um, as far as the rest of the rankings go, I think it, it pretty much stayed – you know, kind of how we thought, but, you know, it's kind of interesting that there is no one else in the top 25 from the Big Sky Conference anymore. Yeah. You got Montana, Idaho, and Montana State. Yeah. And that's it. And they dropped off everybody else even. And they're, the Big Sky is kind of just beating itself up at this point. Yeah. Because every win that the, the, the Big Sky has drops a team terribly. Yeah. But they all know it's only because they all count as quality wins. Yeah. yeah. UC Davis is the only one that received votes on the stats poll. Yep. But like I said, I really, really think most of these teams, in, you know, from let's say 19 to 25, get rocked by most of the Big Sky Conference. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. Like, I, I, it would be hard to even compare them because of the gauntlet that you have to go through in the big sky right now. It's it's not very comparable. Yeah. Should I, we move on to betting lines for next week's game? Yeah. Let's let's get me let's get riled up here. Let's get let's get excited about something. Yeah. Since we're we're done being disappointed in the polls, we should probably actually get excited about something real quick. Uh, looking at Montana State versus Northern Arizona. We have a 27.5-point spread. What a joke. That is huge. I, they really, I'm, Northern Arizona is not garbage. No. They've they have very a, close they have a games fantastic with very quality win. teams. Yeah. yeah, you know, they have some, some tough losses. But, I mean, they beat the Grizzlies. Mm -hmm. They've run a couple of the, those scores pretty close. I just don't see. How can you possibly even try to take 27 and a half points just be you have to just believe that this is a full-on revenge game for the bobcats you have to think that they've been hearing everything on twitter um even some of the things we said on our podcast on saturday night were not so nice yeah. to the bobcats themselves they might be using us for fuel at this point uh, overall, we were positive about the team, but we were definitely negative for a couple minutes there. Oh, yeah. And you could use all of that and just turn this into a scorched earth kind of game coming back home. And I I think 27 and a half would not be that far out of reach in that situation just because that's what we've done at home. The Cats versus the spread at home, didn't matter how crazy the spread was, yeah. they've beat it. Yeah. 27 is just a lot of points to spot a team. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. Especially one that you think well of. 
Like, we don't think the Lumberjacks are a slouch. I mean, if you win by 27, that's a huge win. Yes. That is an absolute tromping blowout. That is gigantic. Yeah. And the over-under at 64.5, I mean, scoring 65 points in a football game isn't super easy. No. I can't stand the lines, man. I mean, they make it, they put it at a point where, I mean, it's just, I'd, I wish I could see what it would be on one of the big betting apps, you mm-hmm. know, if DraftKings or FanDuel or Barstool or whatever, which one ever you choose. I wish yep. I could see what those lines were because it has to be better. I mean, it, it is hard to put money on these games with lines like this. Mm-hmm. And I'll be really interested to see what the uh, what the props are, if any. I mean, they, they've been pretty good about putting those out, but it's always like right towards the end of it. As Eric decides that he's going to fight with his dog for a minute over here. <laughs> yeah, he's driving me crazy. Bang claws Just on the floor. Uh, but I don't know. I, I'm not happy with those lines. They could be better. I mean, 27 and a half is a massive, massive win. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. It, it would be very difficult for that to hit, especially that 64 and a half. Scoring that many points is tough. Um, I, I guess you have to be counting on some of uh, we've got some defensive injuries and some offensive injuries, though. I feel like they kind of cancel out. They don't really change the team that much. Not, I mean, not over. It's just, it's tough to say what's going to happen with, with this game because, yeah, they could come out with a chip on their shoulder, but it's not like Northern Arizona's a rollover. Mm-hmm. It's not like, you know, if this was Stetson or UT or uh, Utah Tech, mm-hmm. of course you're going to take that. Yeah. Because you know they're going to drop, they're going to beat them by 30, maybe more points. Yeah. But this is Northern Arizona, and Northern Arizona is in the role. Mm-hmm. They're fairly quality, even though their ranking doesn't show that right. as much, for sure. But the, the one that I think is really interesting is the Sac State Montana game. You can take Sac State, which is a quality team, at plus 140 money line. Really? That's pretty darn good. I'm that might be the juiciest bet of the week. If you're getting some money back, if you're getting some juice on a quality team that's playing against a Montana team that has shown a lot of cracks. Yeah. I mean, they they ended up dropping 40 on on Northern Colorado. But the first half wasn't really sporty. No, the Grizzlies did not play a fantastic, especially the first quarter. I mean, I mean, it was halfway through the second before they had that pick six or so. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't close, or, I no. mean, or it was very close. It was close but, up until the dam broke, and then all of a sudden it yeah, was not close at all. <laughs> I mean, I'm just all I'm saying is, Sac State. You know those those guys are going to be fired up to go in and knock off the Grizzlies, yeah. especially with the Grizzlies moving up so far. Mm-hmm. It, it could be a very big statement to game for Sac State too. They're probably not super happy with the way their season is going, and they could tie up themselves in the Big Sky rankings and create kind of a awkward situation at the top. Because if yeah, if they if we have everybody at the top of the conference would have two losses then. Mm-hmm. At that point, we'd have Montana State, Idaho, 
And not only that, Sac State and Montana would all have two losses. If Sac State were to pull this off, it would give a lot more credibility to our win over Sac State. Yeah, which we would are be definitely huge. Sac State fans this week. Yeah, but if you look at the betting lines, you have Grizzlies minus two hundred money line. You have Grizzlies minus three and a half point spread. How yeah. do they get a minus three and a half yeah. when we get minus twenty seven point five yeah. on a team that beat the Grizzlies? I, I don't know. I mean, that's just crazy. And the over-under is 48 and a half. Yeah. Because they I know like they those, can't score points. <laughs> I like those lines yeah. a whole lot more. I like them a lot more, too, especially because we've seen that Sac State offense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would I would venture to say the Bobcat defense is better than the Grizzly defense, and those guys rush for over 200 yards on us. Yeah. They so pass. what's going to happen in this game? Yeah. I mean, that's how I'm saying. You're plus, hammering that over? Lock it in? I don't know that I'm, I mean I'm going if I can I'm gonna take the Sac State plus one yeah. that's that's pretty good that's pretty that's too good to pass up there mm-hmm. I think it's nice when you don't have to lay down any points that definitely adds on right. a lot yeah and you can get it at plus one forty instead of minus one eighteen mm-hmm. but should yeah. we get into some hypotheticals let's do it okay we had a hypothetical sent in from Isaac. D, I'm not going to even try and say your last name. I'm sorry, man, but I appreciate you responding to us. He said, how do you guys feel about a possible rematch against Idaho in the Kibbe Dome in the semifinals? He's saying we end up going through the playoffs. The semifinal game would be against Idaho, which would mean that we would get to play SDSU in the championship. Well, we'd have to hope we end up on the other side of the bracket, which is I, you have to you have to get to the three seed. Yeah, you have to be number three in order to stay away from South Dakota State, mm-hmm. which is going to be. I mean, we're going to have to throttle teams to yeah. do that. But could you imagine if we if things worked out and we could go back to the Kibbe Dome? You think they do that again? You think the Cats lay an egg again? No. Not a chance. No way. Mm-hmm. That I mean, you want to talk about some a chip on your shoulder and yeah. being fired up for something? If the Cats got a chance at Idaho in the Kibbe Dome again, man, I hope that happens. Yeah. The only thing better than that would be if we got to host North Dakota State and wipe the floor with those boys. That would be amazing. And it's still possible because of the way they've been dropping in the rankings, it's 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 really flip of the coin which side of the bracket they're going to end up on. I mean, I feel like if you're listening to this, you've you've watched you watched the Montana State Idaho game. Idaho is no runaway. No. They did not look that impressive against us. We played a horrible game. And we still almost came back and got them. Yeah. I mean, I, I just I cannot see it happening again that way. We spotted them 10 points and still ended up a three-point game. Yeah. And, I mean, a, and, and we could have tied it up and gone to overtime easily. Not only, not only spotting them the missed kicks, we had the rust between Tommy and Taco. And Taco just came back. If yeah. You expect that kind of stuff. He missed that. That catch in the end zone. I mean, mm-hmm. it, a couple things roll our way, and we win that game. And sure. coming from behind, playing our worst game that we've played in what mm-hmm. two years? I, I don't. I can't even tell you what the last time I saw the Cats play like that. I can just. I can see. Now let me live. Let me live in fantasy land for a second, okay? I can just see the championship YouTube video right now. 
And the first scene from that championship video is going to be the miss kick versus Idaho. <laughs> That's where it's going to start out. It's going to be the miss kick versus Idaho. And then it's going to be us plowing through the rest of our regular season schedule, getting to the playoffs, beating Idaho in the semifinal, and then clinching a championship against SDSU that we lost to by a toenail. Yeah, I can see this all happening. I can see the trophy in our hands. I can. I don't know if this is just my optimistic side that's just taking over full steam right now, but I can see this storyline happening where all of a sudden you have the Bobcats as the team of destiny. Yeah. And then what are you going to do against them? You can't beat destiny, right? Yeah. No, I, I mean, if we could go back to the Kibby Dome, I don't see us losing. I mean, it was like Weber State coming back to the Cats after all them all those uh, uh, long snaps over the over the head of the punter. Yeah, they came back and they were on a mission. I mean, yeah. it wasn't enough, but they were on a mission. They were trying to get something done for sure. Yeah i i would I would I could I had only I dream love, of that. I would love to run into the Vandals again. Oh yeah, and if if we could go on a playoff run where we beat North Dakota State, Idaho. And SDSU, that is the stuff that dreams are made of. I don't. I think we would stop talking about that sometime around 2050. Yeah, I think 2050 we would like maybe back off on talking about it in every single conversation we're ever in. But up until then, we probably wouldn't stop talking about it. Yeah, you know. But the road to get there is did get a little more challenging. I mean, we do need some things to sway our way, and we need. My my one and only hope is to end up on the other side of the bracket as yeah. SDSU, which I mean, in You're all you're still honesty, gonna have to beat them no matter what. Yeah, I to mean, win a championship. It's like last year. It was a toss up whether North Dakota State or us would end up on South Dakota State's side. Yeah, and we ended up drawing the short stick on that one because they didn't want to put the two best teams on the same side, which were, you know, I. I think we could have beat North Dakota State, mm-hmm. but I think that they wanted to keep those two separate. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to do that again this year just to cre- you know keep the buzz and make sure there is a chance for the two best teams to get there, mm-hmm. you know, whether that's Montana State or possibly Idaho. Yeah. I, who knows? But, but we're going to have to make something happen to get to that spot. Right. You know, because we would have to end up, in the four spot, I believe, if Idaho stays at two. If they went out, we would be the four seed playing against them. Because as the three seed, I believe we would end up on the same side as SDSU. I'd have to look at the bracket and how they set the bracket up exactly to remember how it works. Mm-hmm. But whatever, it doesn't matter the ranking. As long as we yeah. end up on the other side, that is that is that is the dream. That right is there. the dream. That's the sure. path. Yeah. Um, I think you had some injury updates to go into before this game against Northern Arizona. Yeah, it sounds like Snell has been shut down. Which sucks. Yeah. It's a big bummer. Yeah. In a, in a week full of bummers, that is also a big bummer. Yeah. It sounds like whatever injury he aggravated in practice is not getting better right now, so they totally shut him down. Yeah. Uh, haven't heard anything about potential playoff return. Who knows? I did hear that it is possible Danny you might be able to come back sometime in the playoffs. That'd be awesome. That'd be huge for the team. Yeah. We would need him if we're gonna make this crazy run to the championship that I'm is currently still rolling through my brain right yeah. now. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I saw Elijah Elliott maybe back in two weeks. 
that'd be good. Yeah. You know, just stiffens yep. up that running back room that's yeah. already super sturdy. Right. The sturdiest in yeah. the nation. And let's just, uh, if there's any chance Taylor Housewright is listening to this, run the damn ball. <laughs> Give it to Julius <laughs> Davis. Give it to Julius Davis, my favorite player on the team for a reason. You know, we just, just let him run the ball as much as he wants to. You know, keep keeps Tommy and Sean from getting hurt. You know, Julius Davis, run that ball. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that seems like a good segue into all the all the Fords running around with. Them. Oh my god! I've <laughs> I've been I felt like kind of an old man this week because I'm getting a little bit jealous of this. I don't I don't know for sure if it's nil money. It might not be. Like they might not be getting these vehicles for free. But when I start seeing all these Bobcat players posting these brand new. Uh, Ford vehicles. Shout out to Kendall Ford. Um, <laughs> I gotta think, like when I was in college, I was driving like a Lincoln LS, a 2000 Lincoln LS that I had totaled, and I was like, I was technically a college athlete, but not really a college athlete. So even today, if I was doing the same thing, there would have been no NIL money for me. <laughs> but still, I just get a little bit jealous, and I feel like a little bit of an old man when I'm like that's what they get to drive right now. (laughs) And then I'm thinking, are they getting that for free? This definitely seems like an ad. Is this an ad? I'm not sure if it's an ad. I know a couple of years ago, it was Lance McCutcheon, Daniel Hardy and Tommy driving, driving new, uh, new Fords, new Fords. I hadn't seen anything for a while, but it's good to see Fords kicking in that NIL deal, whether it's, Half off a new car, or, yeah, or or, a, or just a rental, not yeah, a rental, a but lease. like, uh, yeah, they get a lease yeah. for free or something like that. That's still I love sick. It. As a college student, if you get to ride around in a brand new vehicle, that's that's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, it's better than what we were seeing at the beginning, which was like Troy Anderson rocking R commercials or whatever. What was it? The rocking R or was <laughs> yeah. it Bar Nine? Yeah, rocking R. It was a rocking R. It was like come have a beer with, with awesome. Troy Anderson after the game. Should. Should have brought this up in last week's episode, but huge shout out to Taco for that Ribbon Chop House commercial. That of course, was, Taco's got the best ads in the game. In his sling and everything, man, yeah. that was that was funny. Yeah. I love that commercial. It so, is it is pretty great. Shout out to our guy Taco Dowler. Taco Dowler, our one of our only Bobcat followers on Instagram or let's, on Twitter. Let's go. We have a bunch on Instagram now. It looks like it's a lot of the younger guys, like a lot of the freshmen and everything. So we're kind of weaseling our way into the next generation. These guys might be listening to us, and they might actually decide to talk to us at some point, which would be awesome. Hey, we may be nothing at all, but we are persistent. We are persistent. We are persistent. I'm, so. I'm going to start sliding in players' DMs in very awkward ways here in a bit. <laughs> if I get, like, if I get, let's say, a little bit over, if I get in double digits on a Saturday night, if you know what I'm talking about, if I break double digits, I might just start throwing out Tommy Merlot, Tommy Merlot, like DMs at like two o'clock in the morning. I might just hit Tommy with a you up text real quick just to see how he's feeling about life, you know? Yeah. No, it's uh, it's fun watching all the, especially, you know, seeing all the Instagram posts and everything that everybody puts up. It's, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Definitely. Yeah. Social media makes everything better. Oh, yeah. When it comes to this kind of stuff. Yeah. All these guys going big on there and then, getting money which is it's nice you know it's nice to not have to be a broke college student that's almost getting your neck broken every week in a game yeah no kidding you know no <laughs> it kidding. definitely makes it worth it a little bit more i'm glad to see bozeman's working at you know getting some of these kids some cash make sure they stick around yeah so 
glad to see that because we all know if you have a little bit of success at FCS, you probably have some success at the FBS. We're definitely seeing that with yeah. Fonse and and Glessner and mm-hmm. you know those those guys are kind of tearing it up this this year in the yeah. in the FBS. But definitely showing that the competition level actually has a lot of talent at it. Yeah, and we've already talked a ton about how much athleticism this team has, and everybody on the team, all the starters have the talent and the athleticism to play at those larger schools, but they stick with us because they, they believe in the vision. They yeah. believe in that cat culture. Oh yeah. Yeah. No doubt about that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll we be. have anything else we want to talk about? Mm. No, I don't think so. We'll see you on Saturday after we've completely chopped down the lumberjacks. Let's go. I can't wait to see the fan art for that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I've been working on it. Trust me. I've been <laughs> working on it already. Also, um, shout out to my future mother-in-law, who, Katie, it's your birthday today. Happy birthday. So I thought you deserved a shout on the podcast. Um, we also need to do some shout outs to people that have bought merch already. So shout out to Seth C., Lindsay G., and Eric, I need you to vamp while I find the last one. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely appreciate the support and keep it coming, guys. Definitely makes us feel better about rambling on for <laughs> a, a whole episode. Mm-hmm. Um, also, pretty sure Corbin Carroll just hit a home run. Yeah, darn it. Okay, you know, Texas might darn be it. taking the World Series tonight, so we might have that to deal with. Um, we will definitely get that last shout out out next week and we will appreciate you, especially, I might come up with some AI image just for you because (laughs) I forgot to look up your name before we started recording this. And it was the first person that ever bought from us. So it is really bad that I didn't even like look this up beforehand. Come on, Ben, get it. I know I'm, I'm losing. I'm, I'm I'm off my game. I'm not used to recording on a Wednesday. Yeah. This is, this is weird. This is weird. It is, but not bad. So yeah. I think that's all I got. All right. We'll see you guys on Saturday. Thank you. See ya.